Over the past 20 years, I have covered almost all of the Israeli attacks on Gaza. There have been many wars against the Palestinians since 1967 that I have followed. The ones that come to mind are the siege of Tel Azata in 1976, a refugee camp that was attacked by right-wing Christians in Lebanon. Vanessa Redgrave brought a film depicting the massacre to Brisbane and it was shown in the Regent Theatre in early 1977. Most of the people who survived the siege were women who had fought alongside the PLO and provided a lot of aid to the injured and the dying. The massacre at Shabra and Shatila in Western Beirut in 1982 was the first time that I participated in public opposition to the Israeli persecution of the Palestinians. Over the years, I have produced regular programs on local community radio covering events like Al-Nakba, the catastrophe, and um, various other significant events in the Palestinian calendar. I've interviewed activists, academics, and others about the Palestinian cause. During this time, support was minimal. The rally in 1982 could only muster a few people. The 2023-2024 attack on Gaza may have been the worst since 1948 because it is a genocide of over 2 million people without any meaningful intervention by the international community and is constantly blocked by the United States. Israel's ethnic cleansing of Palestinians into the Negev desert has been surgical. They have willfully destroyed hospitals, schools, the water supply, agriculture, food aid, and even sewerage trucks. Thirst, flat famine, and disease is now overcoming the numbers of people killed by Israel's daily bombing using American F-35 fighter bombers. Each war seems to have been worse than the one before. They're not really wars. It's more like slow murder become mass slaughter. These attacks on Gaza are nearly always accompanied by Israeli repression in the West Bank, aided by the Palestinian Authority. Israel has been bombing Lebanon and Syria for years. It's currently waging a bombing campaign in places throughout Lebanon. It used to bomb Egypt and Jordan, but the elites in those countries have agreed with Israel not to interfere in the slaughter of the Palestinians. Much is made in the Western press of participation by Iran, but that has always been minimal. Sure, Iran has sent money to groups like Hamas, but not really much else. Besides, Hamas came from Egypt. After the British left Palestine in 1948, Gaza was controlled by Egypt. Regardless, Hamas, by its raid on Israeli camps and its subsequent resistance to handing over IDF soldiers, has shown that they are no one's proxy. There have been many Palestinian resistance groups that have come and gone in my lifetime. 
Israel has murdered and destroyed these groups and their supporters. Not so anymore. They will not destroy the Palestinian resistance. On a few occasions, I have been invited to visit Palestine. However, I do not wish to go there while Israel still exists. My, my family have been there, my grandfather, some cousins, my brother and sister, and their partners have all been to Palestine, and, and some have worked in kibbutzim. The kibbutz, they're armed settler camps. They make periodic raids on local Palestinian olive groves, orchards, and even on Palestinian children. One of my friend's children was shot by a settler. I say this to give some background to the protests that I attended at the Commonwealth Treasurer's Office in Logan City last Saturday. We're at a march along Wembley Road at Logan Central. You can hear in the background the road is blocked and we're going up to Jim Chalmers' office. And the other lane is uh, the outbound lane is going towards the city. With You can hear in the background a bit of support from the local cars. There's a group here of about 120 people and... Some of the, the signs are nothing is more anti-Semitic than Zionism. There should be no such thing as child martyr from the river to the sea. Stop murder in Gaza. Use your privilege to amplify the voices of the oppressed. Many signs like that. I think the numbers have actually swelled to over 120 now. Stop arming Israel. Palestine will be free. We started off in Rowan Park in Logan and our numbers were about 80. Um, then we went on a march up the main drag, uh, Wembley Road, towards Jim Chalmers' office in Logan Central. And our numbers swelled to about 120. And then when we arrived at the rally outside of Jim Chalmers, the Australian Treasurer's office, our numbers swelled to well over 150. So the march was conducted really well. The guardians of the march were really our legal observers and our marshals. A notice of intention had been lodged and the police said it's okay to do the march but you're not to stop at Jim Chalmers' office. You've got to go into the car park. However, the notice of intention had been filed and police did not take action if they wanted to change the nature of the demonstration they needed to go to court they didn't do that and so we got to Jim Chalmers office we paused for a short time we turned around and we had a rally now the context of this is we're five months into the genocide of Gaza there has been an international court of justice ruling about the genocide and that Israel must show that it is not involved in trying to ethnically cleanse Gaza by pulverizing a civilian population. This is a, a very important ruling that has been given by the court. But neither the treasurer, Jim Chalmers, nor the foreign minister, Penny Wong, nor the prime minister, Anthony Albanese, none of these three leading members of government have made any comment about what Australia's position is regarding the International Court of Justice ruling. This is a terrible dereliction of their duty and they must pay for that politically. I'm, I'm hopeful that people 
whether they be from independents or other progressive parties, I hope they run strongly against these politicians in Rankin, in Morton, in the western suburbs of Sydney, in South Australia. Wherever these people have been silent on the genocide, they need to be shown that at at the elections that they are, do not have the support of the people. But the ballot box does not bring about change. And there have been some instances where change has been brought about by big mobilisations, but not without direct action. And so we need to build that. And that is what I think the message coming from the speakers today at the rally. So let's go now and have a listen. The first speaker was Sam Watson, who is an Aboriginal man talking about the the terrible genocide that his people have suffered and how the struggle of Aboriginal people is in common with the struggle for the Palestinian people. Then we heard Benil, who's from the Queensland Muslim Council, and he spoke about how Muslim people are going to react to the silence by the Australian government on what is happening in Gaza. And then finally, we had Rima Naji, who is speaking really on behalf of all of those people assembled outside the Treasurer's Jim Chalmers office. And and then we and then we'll go out. I'll come back at the end. So just have a listen now to those speeches. Stand with Palestine because it's the same struggle. It's the same struggle of against land theft. You know, we face death at the hands of the state where no one is ever held accountable. There have been in the last 30 years over 500 Aboriginal people killed in police and prison custody, and no one has ever been convicted. And when I see that, it makes me think of all the people in Gaza who have been murdered in hospitals and homes and schools. They've had bombs dropped on them. And it doesn't seem like anyone is being held accountable. And if they can do that, if we can watch as Palestinian democratically elected governments are labelled terrorist organisations for practising their legal and moral right to self-defence against Israel, then what hope do I have to set up my own governance and self-determination on my land? What hope? And I don't just say this because the Australian government is so similar to Israel. I say it because the Australian government supports Israel. Israel supports the Australian government. If I want the Australian government to be weaker so I can fight them more effectively for justice for my people, I need to fight against their allies too. And the allies of the Australian government are the colonial governments of the world. It is Israel and the USA and Canada. Those shameful colonial cases. So thank you, Benel. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. I acknowledge that today we are speaking, we are standing, we are marching for the rights of Palestinians on stolen land. I pay my respect to its true honours, their elders, past, present and emerging. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. And on these stolen lands we grieve, we mourn for the destruction, 
the annihilation, the obliteration, the genocide of our elders, our brothers, our sisters, and our children in the stolen lands of Palestine. On behalf of the Queensland Muslim community and all people who stand in solidarity with Palestine, who are going through this unimaginable pain, I'd like to, I'd like to thank the guys at Justice for Palestine, most of whom or who are not Arab or even Muslim, for providing us with this safe space, organizing these powerful demonstrations week after week after week to allow us to vent, to cry, to weep, to let these hearts bleed in solidarity. When corrupt politicians abandoned us, Phil and team, you are the ones who give us hope. You are the ones who made us feel like we belong. You showed my community how to mobilize. You gave us hope. Thank you. And we are seeing the true face of many so-called Muslim leaders and Arab nations. We are seeing the true face of politicians and leaders of this nation. Ramadan is approaching, my brothers and sisters. And we'll have the council and state elections soon. We will now see gestures from politicians to attend our, our events and invitations to attend theirs. When they come, you let them know that, that, that we do not accept their warped idea of multiculturalism, where they stand with us when we smile and abandon us in our grief. Tell them there is no social cohesion when they neglect our concerns and do not feel our pain. That we, we won't allow our members to be props for the photo, photo ops while the members of Palestine are desecrated. Tell them that they do not get to break fast with us when they cut funding to UN relief agencies to weaponize starvation on the children of Gaza. The smiling face behind me has not even thought of an election campaign. So we're going to do him a favor. We are going to launch his campaign, the campaign for the division of ranking right here, right now. We have a team of organized activists, academics, lawyers, political experts and volunteers with us. And the message is clear. We will not vote for silence. We will not for, vote for any politician who does not call for a ceasefire. We will not forget the heaviness of hunger. We will not forgive the weaponized starvation of children. We will reject every imperialist sympathizer. We will remove every ethnic cleansing prison guard from power. As you and I free Palestine, we will also free this man-made structure behind me from the genocidal colonial leash that enslaves enslaves it. Jim Chalmers, you can't hide. Jim Chalmers, you can't hide. So they don't want us to take pictures with Jim Chalmers as if we want to take pictures with him. We want to shame him. Acknowledge that we're standing today on stolen land. When Brother Sam opened the speeches here, he was talking about justice for his people here on this Aboriginal land. I want to tell you, Sam, and tell everyone that we are on a tipping point towards justice. What we're doing now is what social scientists have called the moral capital that we need to break out of the injustices that we're in. Let's not forget that colonialism and its manifestations 
capitalism, consumerism, all of these things are the main reasons for the climate disaster that we have. They're, they're the problems that we need to break out of. They have denied us our, indigen our indigenous rights. We, the people who cared for the land, the people who lived of this land, who understand our land, understand our trees, understand our climate, they've denied us this. And I find it quite ironic that these colonial countries that were ripped from their racism, they call us, us pro-Palestinian activists and people who are demanding social justice and human rights, they have the audacity to call us anti-Semites. Shame on them! Because our movement is a movement for social justice for all. Jewish people are our brothers, our sisters. We never had these things. Racism was never part of this movement. Shame on them. Shame. And I tell the people, the people who are like Jim Chalmers, and the people who support Jim Chalmers, we understand that a lot of people here, they've never done civic engagement before especially the young ones, and I'm very proud of you. As Phil said earlier, this is the longest sustained movement, and we need to keep occupying public spaces and raise our voices, because this is political participation. This is what they've ignored about integration. They want us for the social integration. They want us for the economic integration. But what about our political integration? What does that tell about framework of multiculturalism? It's surface level. You. Interesting the relationship between Australia and Israel. So we keep hearing from people who support the Labour Party, for instance, that the sentiment is there that people like um, Jim Chalmers or Graham Parrott or other politicians that the sentiment is there They have called for a ceasefire and they feel for the for the Palestinian people as if sentiments have ever got us anywhere What we want is action They are serious about calls for ceasefire Then when there is no ceasefire This is the opportunity to show us that they're serious This is the opportunity to cut ties with apartheid Israel what are they waiting for? Tens of thousands of people have been killed mercilessly and senselessly. A lot of them have died painful deaths. And we haven't even talked about the people who are under the rubble, the people who are starving to death, the people who are dying because their limbs are too cold to survive in this cruel world. Shame! Shame. If they are serious, about a ceasefire if they are serious about caring for the lives of Palestinian people, for the lives of brown, brown people and indigenous people, then we need to see actions. If this ceasefire is genuine, we need to see them breaking ties with Israel. We need to see them imposing sanctions on apartheid Israel because talk is not enough. <laughs> And what else is cheap is supporting a government that supports genocide. And one, one last thing I want to say, shout out to all the kids who are here today. I've seen them sharing a lot of snacks with each other. I've seen them chanting for a free Palestine. This is what we need to see. This is the hope. If we can get hope, it's from you. It's from our children. It's from everyone who raises their voice. 
without fear. Good on you guys and free, free Palestine! Free, free Palestine! Free, free Palestine! Free, free Palestine! My name is Imran. I am a GP. I'm a doctor. And I am one of the over thousand doctors and health professionals in Australia supporting Palestine. We have a group, a medical group in Australia. It's health professionals and doctors who support Palestine. I'm one of them. And I've worked in our community in here, in the Logan area. So we have over five to 8,000 community members in here. We supported Jim last time. We didn't know at that time that he would be pro-Zionist. I'm here to redeem what we have done. He goes into parliament and pretend that he represent us, present Rankin, present the population, Muslim population here, pretend that he represent the immigrant population here, pretends that he represents the Rankin population here, or Australian, and he supports the apartheid state of Israel. He only represents himself. I speak for my community. None of my community members support him. None of my community members support him. Apartheid State of Israel. None of the immigrant communities support the Apartheid State of Israel. He didn't come once to meet us after the event. He's been on hiding. He's in hiding. When 7, 7 October happened, he was the first to go out to the Zionists and support, show his support there. But being in his community, he's hiding. We don't know where he is right now. He's not even, even in his office. Our community member have sent him a letter with no response. So there will be a huge campaign coming in. So I vow today, if you speak, if you, if you speak after me, I vow today, I that this office, office will support Palestine! Will support Palestinian children! Will never support the Zionists! Support the apartheid state of Israel. That was Dr. Imran, a local GP who has vowed to campaign against the treasurer Jim Chalmers because of his silence on the genocide. So let's go out with a song from Nor Khan in Cairo in Egypt. Translated, the song reads We cried the day the others sang and we turn to the sky the day the others despised it because we are weak because we are strangers we weep and pray the day others sing and play and we carried our bleeding wound to a skyline behind the unseen we flit we were invited little pieces of orphans we've been folded inside a dark waste year after year
Oh, my God. 